1: I'm Dylan Tyre, and this is Believe in Ohio State. Believe in Ohio State. Happy to have you with me as always. I'm Dylan Tyre, and I hope you had an excellent past week since we talked last. Not much has changed in the landscape of Ohio State and Big Ten football since we talked last week, but there are a couple of things as we go around the Oval right now. Kevin Warren, as we talked about last week, doubled down on there not being a fall football season this year. The Big Ten commissioner has come out and said, no matter what you do, we're not going to play this fall. Meanwhile, the Ohio State parents have been a little bit more involved, a little bit more active. That's the football players' parents, Um, parents from the University of Iowa, Nebraska, those parents also involved as well. So parents getting out right now, trying to find a way for their kids to play, trying to convince the Big Ten to have a season, but... You know Who knows what those parents are going to be able to do? There's only so many of them, and uh, the Big Ten, frankly, has a bigger voice than the parents do, but got to commend them for their efforts right now. Got to commend them for trying because not many other people are sticking out their necks like the Ohio State parents as well as some of these other parents are. They're trying to get something done right now, and you got to respect that. The AP poll to start the season. Well, the AP poll for the preseason came out earlier this week. Ohio State was ranked number two behind Clemson. A couple of first-place votes as well for Ohio State, but it doesn't matter because the Buckeyes aren't going to be playing college football this fall, unfortunately, as of right now. So Ohio State comes out ranked number two in the AP poll. On top of that, Justin Fields, Wyatt Davis, Sean Wade, all-name preseason Associated Press All-Americans again. Their hopes of playing fall football not looking likely right now. It looks like Ohio State, if anything, is going to have a spring season. And with that in mind, none of those guys will likely play in the spring. Justin Fields, Wyatt Davis, Sean Wade, all those guys projected to be first-round picks in the NFL draft. So, as I've talked about the past couple of weeks, no reason for them to be playing in the spring. But still a nice honor as Justin Fields, Wyatt Davis, and Sean Wade were all named preseason AP All-Americans. A big number came out this week on campus at Ohio State. Without football, Ohio State projects to lose $130 million of revenue this season. Losing $130 million, never good. But if it was going to happen to any university, I mean, Ohio State makes a lot of money every year. They make a lot of money from football, mind you, but... It's a university with a lot of money, but compared to smaller universities, especially universities in the state of Ohio, like Bowling Green, that's had to cut athletic programs, all these max schools, $130 million would be catastrophic to them. Luckily for Ohio State, they make so much money that it still hurts, but it's not going to completely sink an athletic program, but never good to be missing out on $130 million, especially when it comes to uh, the way Ohio State's missing out on $130 million. Really, no say in that. It was the Big Ten say to not have football this fall, so that is what Ohio State projects to lose this fall season. $130 million. But while we're talking about money, we've got to talk about betonline.ag. There's so much going on in the sports world right now outside of college football, which is fantastic. We were deprived of sports for so long as COVID 19 continued on this summer. But now we've got some sports up and running, specifically the NBA, the MLB, the NHL. All those sports are in full swing right now. The NBA, awesome playoff games going on in the bubble in Orlando. The MLB, they're about halfway through their season right now. Maybe not quite there, but they're really coming down to the finish line. It was a 60-game sprint to begin with. They're about Halfway through that season, like I said, which is really, really exciting, the MLB this season is an all-out sprint, and I love watching baseball this year. The National Hockey League also in full swing in their postseason, the NHL bubbles in Toronto and uh, Edmonton, both bubbles in Canada. All those games really exciting to watch. So make sure you're making money right now. While Ohio State, while these other schools are missing out on money, you could be making money. When it comes to the NBA, I mean, look at what the Lakers are doing right now in their series against Portland. The Lakers are dominating to start things off here, currently uh, up three games to one. Look at MLB. I love, I mean, I'm a White Sox fan. I love what the White Sox are doing right now. They're pummeling teams just finished off a huge series against the Chicago Cubs, Crosstown Rivalry Series there. So make sure to keep an eye out on what the White Sox are doing right now. And in the National Hockey League, I talked about the Colorado Avalanche last week being a red-hot team. The Dallas Stars, and their series with the Avalanche, are scoring goals like no other right now. The Dallas Stars look absolutely fantastic. There are a ton of fun games to watch in the National Hockey League. ton of good series in the NBA. And like I said, Major League Baseball is in full swing. It's a sprint to the finish in Major League Baseball. Plenty of money to be made right there. And talk about the NFL, we're just about started to get going. Doesn't it feel weird? with the NFL getting going. Because there's no college football really to look forward to for Ohio State fans, because this summer has been so weird, kind of just seems like the NFL is starting up right now without anybody knowing what's going on because there's no preseason games in the NFL. But the National Football League, that's going to be coming up soon. So make sure right now, To get to betonline.ag, make a little bit of money. Take full advantage of sports being back. Get in on the action. There's hundreds of odds. There's hundreds of futures, other prop bets. Everything you can imagine, betonline.ag has to bet on. And there's always their online casino as well. That never closes. So head to betonline.ag today and sign up to receive your free welcome bonus on your first deposit. Again, that's betonline.ag and sign up today. Our last little bit of news ahead of our interview this week, as we continue to go around the Oval, is Ohio State students, as well as other students around the country, are back on campus. There were dorm move-ins this week, off-campus move-ins in Columbus at Ohio State, so students are back. And what we thought would happen, what I told you would happen, is happening. Students are disobeying. Students are coming down with the coronavirus. We had a report out of the University of Alabama that there were 500 positive cases at that university. At Ohio State, there have already been hundreds of suspensions handed down to students for not obeying social distancing, for getting together off campus, for partying, things like that. So everything that I talked about last week and everything that you already assumed would go on at these universities is happening. And we're, we're going to continue to see what the response is from some of these universities. We talked about the University of North Carolina going all the way online. I'm frankly shocked it hasn't happened yet at some of these schools. I'm recording right now. As of right now, it hasn't happened at a whole lot of other schools. But we'll see what we continue to do uh, throughout the rest of the week. Because Ohio State, like I said, already hundreds of suspensions handed down with classes just starting right now. Um, at the University of Alabama, all those positive cases. Things are not good right now in terms of uh, the handling of COVID-19 at some of these universities. And while all this is going on, football and the football teams that presumably would, would be the most responsible with things like this don't have an opportunity to play. So that's the most frustrating thing for me. But right now, I want to welcome in our guest, and that's Caroline Rice. Caroline is an Ohio State beat reporter for Ozone Communications, one of the local outlets that writes about Ohio State in Columbus. She's also a Big Ten Network sideline reporter at Ohio State. So, Caroline is in the know. She's at all the Ohio State events, she's always talking to the coaches. Caroline knows what's going on at Ohio State. So that's why I wanted to have her on this week, because I want to know what she thinks about this whole situation in the Big Ten Conference. I want to know if she thinks Ohio State has a shot to play this year, because like I've talked about the past couple of weeks with you guys, I don't know if Ohio State is quite done yet. I do not know if the book is completely closed on a fall season, so I want to know about that from Caroline, and I just want to know what her thoughts are about Kevin Warren's decision in general, the outlook for Ohio State going forward with a spring season. So without further ado, here she is, Caroline Rice of Ozone Communications. It's not that the season was postponed that, that I'm frustrated about because I don't even know if college football should be played this season, quite frankly. I, I'm not a scientist. I'm not a doctor. I, I don't know about all that, but it's just that the, the transparency In the decision making, I feel like there was no transparency whatsoever from the Big Ten, and Kevin Warren even doubled down last week, kind of just saying, We're not going to do anything about it, but didn't really tell us why. So, what is your opinion of how this has all been handled?
0: Yeah, I, re- I agree with you. I think the, the issue that I have is not the cancellation of the season or the postponing rather, just how it was handled and the lack of transparency. So we went from in, in a span of not even a week, so less than seven days of the Big Ten releasing their schedule. And uh, we got to talk to players. I got to talk to Coach Ryan Day, got to talk to players. They began uh, fall camp. They got out there on the field and started practicing. And um, things were looking very positive. Things were sounding positive. You could tell guys were Getting excited, they had their schedule. And then just a few days later, they announced that the whole season was canceled. So, again, I think the the frustration and the confusion that a lot of people have, along with myself, is that uh, what changed in those few days? What changed with either um, the procedures that were going on, the medical information? What changed in those few days that you can come out and say, uh, you know, we have a schedule and things are looking great. Um, and then to it being canceled Because again, if you, you know, kind of go back and listen to the conversations around the schedule, it was designed to be flexible. It was designed to either push this uh, whole season back at least three weeks. Uh, there were two bi-weeks, one being uniform across each division, division. So if games needed to be moved, they could be moved to that week. So the schedule itself was designed for flexibility. It was designed for this uh, Teams started practicing, preparing. And then all of a sudden it was canceled. So, um, again, I don't know if I disagree with uh, not having a season. I know that's controversial and maybe not be the most popular opinion. Of course, I want a season. But um, as far as the way that it was handled, I think it's um, honestly a bit embarrassing for the man who's supposed to be the leader of these conferences. And um, just the lack of transparency and kind of how they made that jump is very confusing and rightfully so for many people.
1: Well, you mentioned we don't know what changed, but I'll tell you one thing that did change was in the middle of all that, and I agree with you. It, it's almost absurd to have a schedule come out to have the teams go to camp, and in the middle of all that, you're, you're going to postpone the season. Like, what changed? Uh-huh. But the uh-huh. thing that changed is... The Big Ten Unity Group that came out, just like the Pac-12 had students step up and and say, you know, we want this, we want this, and then we're yes. going to play. The same thing happened in the Big Ten. So, I mean, how big of a role did that play? the 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 Unity Group, I, I guess that's what I'm I've been calling it. The Unity Group that yeah. that came forward and said we have these demands. These demands need to be met, and we'll have a season. How how big of a role do you think that yeah. played in the Big Ten's decision?
0: Yeah, you know, I I would like to think that they did play a role only because you want their voices to be heard, specifically the players that are standing um, up for what they believe in and kind of speaking out on these. Obviously, you hope that they are heard, but... Uh, realistically I don't know how big of a role that 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 played because that wasn't something that was mentioned by the conference the only thing that I did hear was that there can be um, long health issues that come from COVID that they're finding out that um, some players have had some people have experienced um, that can be very dangerous for athletes specifically so that's like the one thing that I did hear Um, but again it's it's not being talked about. The reason that the season was canceled, they didn't say it was because of that. I'm not going to, you know, I'm not a doctor. I'm not going to pretend to know what that condition is or what, what it entails. Um, but there's just, there's no answers to really why the decision was made. So I'm assuming, I'm assuming that everything played Sort of a role, but again, you don't really know, and that's kind of the issue with it right now. Is there's there's no um, there's so much uncertainty. But certainly, players felt a variety of different things. You see a lot of players speaking out. Justin Fields created that petition, um, so there are players that feel very strongly about playing and specifically from Ohio State you heard um, the guys talk about how much they how much they felt safe at Ohio State how much they believed in the procedures they had Um, some even saying they felt safer there than they would at home or if they if they weren't a part of the program right now um, but then you have seen players, uh, former Buckeye Mike Weber, speaking up and saying that he has been personally affected by this, um, someone in his family, and knows the risks and just doesn't think that it's worth it. So there are certainly a variety of opinions on uh, what, what's right and wrong, but again, as far as what went into the decision, it's it's not very clear at all.
1: Yeah, that's well, that's obviously the most frustrating thing, and it's also mm-hmm. obviously something that you would think would be incredibly easy for them to come out you know you could you could have a document the way social media works you have a document you have your bullet points as to why we postpone the season and that's that but they haven't done anything like that which is which is kind of baffling and something else that's a little baffling to me is just the fact that you know ohio state started classes today students are back on campus there was move-in week last week on campus off campus all the other big 10 schools are doing it you know almost every university around the country is having their students back on campus. And I mean, there's no sort of regard for, Oh, what if they get COVID in this situation? But it's all about the athletes in that sense, which is crazy to me, but, um, but, but, but staying, staying with football and staying with sports, I don't want to get, you know, I don't want to get off track and go on a rant or anything, <laughs> but s- staying on track, you know, Gene Smith last week after Kevin Warren comes out and, and essentially doubles down and says, We're not going to have a season this year. We're not going to change anything that we've already said because of you know Uh parents speaking up, because of players speaking up. But Gene Smith comes out and says, Ohio State is fluid with this. We're moving forward. We're going to play football. We're going to have sports as soon as possible. So do you have any insight as to what that means? Is it just kind of a, a... A generic statement saying that we're going to have sports and we have sports or do you feel in your mind that Ohio State has some sort of plan to play football even sooner than a spring season potentially?
0: Um, You know they don't so just to be um, brief I have not heard of any plans that Ohio State has. Uh, Gene Smith did come out another time and say that they're respecting Conferences, views as far as because there were rumors of uh, higher schools, other schools leaving the Big Ten and kind of doing their own thing, and um, they shut that down pretty quick. And I think Jean's statement was really coming from rumors that were going around. rumors that were going around basically as far as what Ohio State would do. So I think while he said, like, we're preparing to get back as soon as possible, it didn't mean that they were um, planning anything on their own. So I guess I could see how that could be interpreted in many different ways. But there were a lot of rumors that were going around, um, and Gene felt the need to release a statement to kind of clarify some things. And this was right after um, Kevin Warren made his his open letter to the Big community. So just kind of clarifying a bit. But, um, you know, in my opinion, it really didn't say much other than that they're focused on trying to get back as soon as possible. Ohio State has been very adamant about wanting to play a season. Um, Obviously, they know now that they cannot, but they want to get them doing everything they can this fall. So yes, they can't play, but they're going to have a plan for each individual athlete what they should be doing this fall so they can prepare for the spring and be ready for if and when they want to have a season when it's safe and when the Big 10 tells them it's safe to do so. So I think that was more what it was about um but yeah you hear Ohio State being very adamant about wanting to play and and how how strongly they feel about the safety protocols that they have there um so they're doing everything they can to kind of prepare for what's next but I don't think that includes um playing a fall season in any way
1: all right Caroline so assuming that Ohio State will play in the spring and I mean that might be a big (laughs) assumption right now who knows what's going to happen with COVID-19 but assuming Ohio State plays a spring football season What is that going to look like? What is this team going to look like at that point? Because you have to assume there's going to be no Justin Fields. As much as he says that he wants to play at that point, you know, right before the draft you have to assume he's not going to be playing I mean Sean Wade's family has already come out and said he's not going to play who knows about (laughs) some of these other players the Wyatt Davis is out there that don't necessarily need to play or a guy like Jonathan Cooper that needs to really prove himself this season to have a chance to play in the National Football League so what in your in your eyes is this team (laughs) going to look like in the spring should they play are a lot of guys gonna leave or a lot of guys going to to come back and play because they want to in some cases they have to what's this all going to look like
0: bottom line is I think it's going to look very different from what we expect. So when, even when we talk about a spring season, obviously we know that there are going to be some differences, but I do want to clarify, when we mean a spring season, um, Ryan Day, Gene Smith, etc., they're talking about spring, like, semester, but it's really January and February and March is kind of what their target area is playing ball. So essentially what they would like to do is start in January, play about eight um, conference games in that time, and then still have time for guys to prepare for things like the draft and the combine, because the NFL already came out and basically said they do not want to move around their schedule to accommodate whatever um, college leagues decide to do so um, so that's going to be different obviously that it's you know in the winter technically in the spring um, but then guys do have decisions for so depending on when they can play if the January February March thing works out some guys may decide hey I think a shortened season can still kind of train for the draft still prepare in that sense um, if they feel like they have something to prove or really want that season guys may have decisions to make guys like you said, Justin Fields, obviously, we see no reason for him to play, um, but he still has a decision to make as far as what he wants to do. Um, but say things are pushed back, say things are pushed back and they can't play till March, April, May. I mean, I think it's going to be totally different in that sense. So it really depends on when they're able to play, if they're able to play at all, um, but I think bottom line is each guy has a decision to make on what they want to do and has to prepare accordingly, but um, they need questions answered first, so before guys can decide to leave, before they can do whatever, I'm sure they want questions answered, and that is kind of what are State is trying to figure out now so the guys can have those answers specifically. And Coach Ryan Day even addressed this. He said, owe oh, those guys um, answers and they owe them, you know, questions that, are, that need to be answered as far as what decisions they want to make for their futures. But bottom line is it's going to be different no matter what, no matter when they play, no matter if they play. Uh, you're not going to see this team that you expected to see this fall.
1: That's a good point by you, though, because when everybody hears spring season, they assume, you know, a March, April, May yeah. sort of football season. But, yeah. you know... When Ohio State comes back to campus, that's right after Christmas, spring semester starts, so that's a good point. And with that in mind, you know, I heard somebody say this week on the radio that everything that Randy Wade is doing right now, Sean Wade's father, you know, he doesn't have to do because his his son is going to be a first-round pick. Well, right. the way I think about it is Sean Wade probably would have been a first-round pick had he left school after last season. But mm-hmm. But in coming back, he wants to make himself a top-five pick, a top-ten pick. So right. Randy Wade, right. Randy Wade does have something to fight for because even though Sean Wade is essentially a guaranteed first round pick, season or not this year, players like him have something to prove. You know, oh, Justin well, Fields has to solidify himself as a top ten, right. top five pick. That might not be the case for him if he doesn't play this season. Sean Wade wants to the to do the exact same thing. I mean, Wyatt Davis wants to move into the top twenty or top fifteen. So I, agree. I mean. Is that a motivation for some of these players if everything works out and they're able to play, say, starting off in January or even early February? Do you see that being a motivation or do you still think it's too late for some of these bona fide first round picks to to say, you know what, I, I'm i not going to risk my health for a couple more million dollars if I'm you know 10 picks ahead of where I would have been? Is, is that a motivation at all or do you not see it that way?
0: No, absolutely. I think it's a motivation. Um, just from being around this group of guys and from being around this team, you know how hard they want it and how hard they work to be the guys, like to be the next Billy Price or to be um, the Joe Burrow of the world and to be the Eli Apple. They they want that. They strive for that. And that's why they work so hard to do that. So again, I think if you were looking at it saying, well, one season doesn't matter. Well, NFL team looks at it. How many years That is what matters. And we look at it, you know, from saying the combine performance really doesn't matter. It's those three years of tape. So if you're losing out on that opportunity to prepare for the combine, well, which which argument do you want to go for? Which side do you want to buy, right? And I think these guys are looking at it as obviously they have a chance to prove themselves because they know how good they are and they know how good they can be. Um, and that's genuine. I know, like, a lot of coaches say that these guys want to play and they want this, but they really do. And I can tell that from being around this group of guys, how hard um, they work and how much they want to play together, how much they want to prove, um, especially with the way things ended last year. That was brought up, I mean, a handful of times, even just the few times we got to talk to the captains. That's motivating them. So, of course, just being the athletes that they are at the highest level, they want that. They want the opportunity to go show what they can do. So, I do think it's um, a huge factor in the decision, but also you have to weigh the of things. And um, obviously, this is something that the guys have to decide all the time throughout their careers. We know what's worth it. Uh, we saw the same thing happen with Nick Bosa last year. He got a lot of criticism for leaving early, um, but then he did what was best for his health. So I, I don't know. Again, I think it comes down to each guy having to weigh what they value more. But um, just talking to the guys, you know that they're genuine and they want to be the best. And I think you can see that. And you may be surprised by some people, if we get to that point, um, who do stay around and who do want to play a season, whatever that looks like
1: all right caroline well i really appreciate your time and your insight and here's to hoping there is some sort of ohio state football this season
0: (laughs) absolutely absolutely i know i sound so pessimistic with um you know (laughs) what what is to come and what looks like but of course we all hope for a season we all want that we all want this um for the athletes so 100 percent agree
1: So thanks again to Caroline Rice for joining me. She covers Ohio State for Ozone Communications. You can find her work at theozone.net. Also follow her on Twitter at carolinerice19. So again, thanks to Caroline for joining me. I loved what she had to say there. A lot of interesting things about Ohio State, and specifically what she said about the potential for a spring season. Because like I said in that interview, When I hear spring season, I think March, April, May, no shot that a guy like Justin Fields is going to be playing for Ohio State, but then you say, oh, Ohio State might be able to start in January, then maybe Justin Fields is interested, especially the way that he has talked about things, the way that some of these other Ohio State football players have talked about things. They want to play, and they want to play together. They want to compete for a national championship. They want to compete for a Big Ten championship. Whatever they can compete for and do together this year, they want to do. So, we may still have a chance of seeing Justin Fields in an Ohio State uniform, and that is a very excellent thing. With that, I want to say thank you guys for joining me for this week's edition of Believe in Ohio State. Again, thanks to Caroline Rice. Like I said with Caroline, here's to hoping we can watch Buckeye football at some point this year, whether it's a fall season, whether it's a spring season. I'm hoping we can have some Ohio State football, and I'm hoping that we can actually talk about what's going on On the football field. So, again, thank you guys for joining me this week, and I'll see you right here next week for Believe in Ohio State.
0: Whether you're a morning person or a bedtime procrastinator, everyone deserves a mattress that works for their style, and you'll find the best mattress for you at Ashley. The new Temper Adapt Collection at Ashley brings you one-of-a-kind body-conforming technology, making every sleep tailored to be your best. The collection also features cool-to-the-touch covers and motion absorption to help minimize sleep disruptions from partners, pets, or kids. Shop the all-new Temper Adapt Collection at Ashley in-store or online at ashley.com. Ashley, for the love of home.
1: For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early,